It's all about the confidence. This is Presenting the Producer, a podcast for aspiring producers. I'm Lisa Tuig, your host. The topic of this episode is talent management. If you're not familiar with the term, but are considered a decent producer by your presenter and your team, chances are that you do it all the time without even realising. It's the term used to describe the many ways a radio team support each other through a show. Effective talent management is the hallmark of a happy team, and suffice to say, professional producers have it down to a T. Yeah, I know, talent management seems like an obvious skill, but you would be surprised how quickly a show and relationships can suffer if it's neglected even slightly. It goes beyond being polite to each other, it's a subtle respect and awareness that connects presenter talent and producer talent. It's what unites a team to do the best job they can every show. If you're currently struggling with issues within your team or are keen on learning how to maintain the peace, this episode is for you. One extra producer, Darry Samuels, explained that to him, talent management is maintaining strong working relationships, but it's also much more than that. On the radio show, from the listener's perspective, the person they hear is the presenter and the music that's in the show. As a producer, you shouldn't really be heard but your influence should be heard. The presenter is guiding the audience through a show and the show is structured or is the responsibility of the producer. So the producer needs to make sure the presenter is going the right way about presenting the show so it delivers what is expected of the show. So it's important that you develop a strong and good working relationship with the presenter in order to deliver the show that meets its criteria, its remit but also satisfies the expectations and the goals and aspirations of the presenter and of the production team. So you have to kind of manage your relationship with all members of the production team, not only presenting talent, but also production talent to make sure that they're focused on the same goal in terms of delivering a show, but also those goals are in line with their own personal goals in terms of what they want to personally achieve. So managing relationships is very important in the role of of producer. To Darry Samuels, it's ensuring that the radio show his team is working on simultaneously meets the show's remit, the presenter's aspirations, and satisfies the individual goals of the production team members. Talent managing is one of the most important jobs because you're stuck in a studio with a presenter, and presenters are a different kind of beast. From a breakfast show point of view, here's Phil Smith from Six Music's Sean Keevney show. Sean doesn't relate to this. Sean, from my point of view, is brilliant. But all presenters have issues. And they should do, because if you think about it, they open up the mic and whatever comes out of their mouth is going to affect everybody involved working in the programme. If I screw something up, if I don't give them the right material or put the wrong version of a song in, it's going to look bad on them because they're the face of that programme. I think with presenters... It's making them feel comfortable a lot of the time. It's making them feel like that you've done a load of work to this program. You've got their back and they've got your back. If they ask for anything, you can go and do it straight away. Sometimes a presenter will just give a look at one of the screens at Playoff System and you've got to instantly learn that they might be unhappy with that or they're unsure of something. And it's a case of saying, is everything all right? What do you want to talk through? Because you are a team. You're both dependent upon each other. 
In his team, talent management is rooted in being there for each other. When you work a breakfast programme, I leave the house at half four in the morning. We're in here at six. And so when it's cold and it's wet on a Tuesday morning in February, nobody's feeling their best. You have to get into that studio, look around and instantly know if someone needs picking up. And it might just be, do you want a cup of tea? It might just be, are you feeling? You're right. And just listening to somebody a lot of the time. Talent management is often the case of just being there for somebody and vice versa. There have been such situations where you're trying to G that person up a little bit. It's often a case you're trying to make them feel confident. But I think that comes from trust a lot of the time. If your presenter trusts you, trusts that you've got everything in place before the programme starts, then they're going to be confident. If the presenter trusts you, when they ask you a question, you're going to give them the right answer. And that's quite important as well. Essentially, it doesn't have to be the right answer. Sometimes it just has to be what they want to hear. When the radar figures come out, if you drop down a little bit, you say, okay, well, you look at year on year, we're up, that's fantastic. Or you look at the trend, well, breakfast and driver both drop by the same amount. That means that two people haven't ticked a box. And it's just turning it around a little bit like that. But also, a presenter knows if you're bullshitting or not. <laughs> and so, sometimes that, that's great because they feel more relaxed. Other times they don't want to be bullshit, they want a direct answer. It's different with different presenters, but talent management is a really important game. And you learn it. So you see, it's not a thing that can be taught or learned quickly because it's very subjective. Bill Smith's advice is your best bet here if you're joining a team. Observation is the best way of learning this. When you start, you've got to be eyes and ears and you've got to be listening out for how producers talk to presenters and how they deal with them. It's hugely important, especially if you're on a regular team where you're working with that same talent week in, week out. Lucy Madge, an executive from Something Else, has worked with a myriad of teams. You can tell she has a thorough understanding of how to manage talent and its importance. Listen to the passion in her voice. It's a relationship. You have to have a team that has a good relationship. I'm really lucky that all the DJs that I've worked with, I've gotten well, really well with, and I class them as friends. To be able to have that relationship, you've got to be, well, you've got to be able to interact with people. You've got to, be able to listen to people. It's making sure that they are fully across everything that you're planning to do. So if it's a programme, making sure they're well prepared, whether that's through talking them through how you see the show going or talking them through the script, making sure that they have everything that they need to be able to deliver the best possible performance as a presenter that they can do. Preparation, communication, being able to communicate sort of in a live studio situation, being able to give clear direction if they need it. If you're in a sticky situation or a guest has sworn on air, it's knowing how to sort of guide them through that situation. But a lot of that comes with time, being in the studio with people. I've spent a long time producing Giles Peters on Six Music and we'd spend three hours together in the studio every week. I mean, that was just on air, you know, we'd spend time getting the music together and having meetings. So you sort of spend a lot of time with these people. So, so yeah, definitely getting on helps. <laughs> what exact kind of support a presenter may need for you obviously varies from presenter to presenter. In my experience, every presenter I've worked with, and it has been a long, a long list of presenters now, is every one person is different. Steve Burrell, a producer and head of content at Amazing Radio, explained to me that both personality and radio experience can affect how much support you need to give. Some presenters will just go 
and do off their own bat. And then you've just got to inject into there and say, right, why don't we do this? We talked about that. Let's do this and, and perhaps guide them. But some presenters, perhaps maybe not the most experienced ones, will need you to walk them through it. So you'll need to tell them, right, this is what you're speaking about, this link. And you'll need to do that every single link. It can be rewarding. It, it can be nice. We've had presenters cover the afternoon show and generally they'll not be radio people. They'll be artists from bands and and they obviously need a lot more work. So you'll have to put in a lot more work beforehand, before the show. And then while you're doing the show, it can be quite difficult, but it's fun at the same time. People are different, so different personalities. It's just a case of feeling how that person is. The more time you obviously spend with them, the more you'll get to know them and the more you'll know what you need to do for them for the show. Folded Wing executive producer Ian Parkinson explained that during a show, a producer represents both the radio station and the audience. Talent management in this situation is the guiding of the presenter along, or in his words, being the conscience on their shoulder as the show rolls out. I think every presenter also represents the station or the brand that they're speaking on behalf of. And they also have to remember the audience and the producer is the person who's there to speak on behalf of the radio station, on behalf of the broadcaster, but also on behalf of the audience and say, you need to say this because otherwise the audience won't know who you are or what you're talking about or what's coming up on the show. But also to say, you need to be saying this because otherwise you may misrepresent or give the wrong impression of the broadcaster and you are part of that brand. So it's being the representative of both the radio station and the audience and being that conscience, if you like, and sitting on the presenter's shoulder and reminding them when they need reminding. Summarising good talent management practices is difficult because it's subjective for everyone and for every team. What is concrete, however, is how important it is. Without it, the quality of a broadcast suffers and so do working relationships. If you're not a people person, well, first I question what you're doing in a career focused on communication, but that aside, if interpersonal skills, respectful interaction and consideration of others aren't your forte, congratulations on being honest with yourself, and you'd best get on making them your forte fast. Otherwise, all of your talent, your drive, your ideas, all of it would be overshadowed by your inability to gel with any team you work with. And that would be a genuine shame because it is possible to hone those soft skills. If you want to learn more about practicing interpersonal communication and negotiation skills, head over to my blog, presentingtheproducer.blogspot.co.uk. What did you take from this episode? Let me know via an iTunes review. I make it my business to read each one. It's also the best way of helping other radio hopefuls find this podcast. You can also reach out to me on email, presentingtheproducer at gmail.com, on Facebook, and you can also shoot me a tweet on Twitter, at PTProducer. Next time on Presenting the Producer. This is a game. So sometimes you have to take a guest that you perhaps don't want so that you can get a guest that you do want. Booking interviews and how to do it successfully. 